And welcome into the Rob and Kale Show. I'm Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining us this evening. Got a great show planned for you this evening. Talk about some hero or zero teams. Or will they match what people think they're going to uh, to do? Basically what Las Vegas thinks they're going to do. We'll get into that in a moment. First, I got to welcome in my podcast uh, partner. He is in the upstate. He is Mr. Carolina Jackpot, Kale Hall. What's up, Kale? going on rob how's everybody doing this evening what's going on good so jackpot we've already got someone that uh wants to join the program real quick we're gonna go ahead and add him he's a friend of the program mr pigskin pete pete what's going on my friend what's up gentlemen how you guys doing you're probably complaining about our you are. 30 minutes long right huh you're probably complaining about the fact that we do a 30 minute countdown the intro too long very good yeah. <laughs> what else you got for the show, Pete? How are you well, doing? We have to do a long intro to get people in here to watch this garbage. Sorry. <laughs> Listen, sir, I've heard intro too long ever since I've been on YouTube. So you're, you're, I'm speaking to the choir here. Uh, Jackpot, I just want to hear, uh, tell me about the South Carolina coaching tree. The South Carolina coaching tree. Yeah, you, you posted a video yesterday talking about Clemson can't develop coaches. I want to hear about the <clears throat> South Carolina coaches. Where no, are no, they? no, no, no. Uh, our current head coach, Shane Beamer, he doesn't have a he doesn't have a coaching tree. He's only what, been what, head what, coach for two years, sir, not yeah, 15. But, but where's all the South Carolina but, but, head coaches in the Power Five? I, I'm still waiting to see them. Well, there aren't any because he hasn't developed oh. them yet. What about before that? What about where's the Will Muschamp coaching tree? Well, Muschamp was terrible, sir. Dabo's went to the playoffs. Now, where's the Steve Spurrier coaching tree? That's an apples to pomegranates comparison in that. I'm not the one that posted the video talking about Clemson can't develop I'm coaches. Not, you not did. That, I'm not the one that ranked Dabo number three as, as far as head coaches go in the country. Who in the hell would you have now, ahead of Dabo? Have, Let me ask you a question, sir. Who in the hell would you have ahead of Dabo as a current head coach in college football right now? A, a, a top do three. you or do you not? Do you or do you not think Lane Kiffin is a better coach than Dabo? Are you That's fucking funny. kidding me? No, yeah. I'm not. Answer the question. Yeah, that might be. You know what? You said some potato things over the past 24 hours. That may be the most potato thing that you've ever said. Dude, that man dodged golf balls. I mean, come on. That's got to <laughs> give him several points right there. <clears throat> I think Dabo could beat him. Oh, in a <laughs> I Not only that, I think Lane Kiffin could beat him in an arm wrestling competition. All right. You um, know what? I think I'll, I'll take that bet. What, what's, the, what's the Vegas odds on that? <laughs> I'll take Dabo. Uh, plus 69. I, look, <laughs> Pete, you've got to understand what Jackpot, he, he'll tell Stop. you. Stop you know the hell coach is. He'll think is better than Dabo Sweeney. And I, I think deep down in Jackpot's heart, he wants to be. Well, it used to be Sparky Wood, Wood, so I definitely know he's better than Dabo. Hey, you know what? Jackpot called me yesterday. He said, he said uh, you know, the state of the fan address. What is Pete, the, the president of, of the Clemson fan club? I think you you might be. You make more no, Clemson sir. videos no, than I'm me. Not. And, and the reason that you do is because, the, because there's nothing to talk about with South Carolina. Nothing. You don't see me out Nothing here every week making about, a South Carolina video. Huh? You, you have to find things to, to, to not talk about with the game of gods. I mean, I mean, the topics are endless. Yeah. 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 Uh, the best season in the history of the program, 11 wins. That's what you talk about, isn't it? That's pretty good. We're the first. 11 wins, <laughs> three years in a row. Top 10 finish, three years yeah. in a row. Yeah, and when Clemson wins 11 games, they're on a decline, right? Well, sir, I mean, respectfully, I mean, look at the level of competition you play. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. You're, you know what? You're you right. You win 11 but, games in a wheelchair. South Carolina <laughs> might need to step their game up to, to bolster up Clemson's schedule. You're right. Well, I mean, they, I mean, they stepped it up last year a little bit. So. Yeah, last year. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, so on average, you on average you beat Clemson once out of every seven years. Congratulations. It's not. We're not talking about averages right now. I got. I got to add right. one more to the mix. Uncle Lou joins the program. Uncle Lou, what's up, buddy? 
I don't appreciate people calling in intentionally trying to get the host riled up. <clears throat> uh, Rob. Wait, hold the hell on. Rob, <laughs> Dabo's not a top 25 coach. Dabo's not a top 25 coach, buddy. He's lost. He All he does is lose three games a year. I'm sorry, but that's not a top 25 coach. You told me Kirby wasn't a top 25 coach after he only lost two games two years in a row. Now Dabo has shit to bed three times in two consecutive seasons. The game has passed him by. I can't wait till y'all get mollywopped at Wallace fucking Wade on a federal holiday. That's going to be glorious. Florida State will push it in. And the dirt peckers are going to humiliate you for the second year in a row. And this time, you can't meet at the fucking paw and celebrate your loss because it's in Williams Bryce Trailer Park. Have a great day. Hey, Rob, uh, lose one of these potatoes out there thinking that Duke is going to beat Clemson. You believe right. this? Well, Lou, Lou, and Jackpot, and the Comrade, and there's several others that are out there just hoping against hope. That they're gonna, uh, that Duke will take their team and they'll they'll rally and they'll beat Clemson on um, on uh, Labor Day. Now here's the great thing: after Clemson goes up there and wins by 17 points, Lou will turn into Casper the Ghost. He will not come on and say, "Hey, you know what? Maybe I was fucking wrong about that." He won't do that. Him, hey. him, and Jackpot and Debreski and all of them will get together. They'll all be Casper the Ghost. And, oh, I never fucking said that. I, that's, I, that's bullshit. I never. You know, they have a track that runs around that field. There's no way that Duke's worth the shit. It's it's the same comedy. Listen, these are the same people that run around talking about how terrible you know the what, ACC Rob, is. You know what, though? When you, when, you, when you guys do lose that game, I'll let you and Pete borrow the five-gallon Home Depot bucket I carry around in the front of my potato chip truck to throw trash in <laughs> to cry into. Hey well, Jackpot! Hey Jackpot! Talk about hey, how Jackpot. you're beat up on FAU Jackpot. and Pity Bar Tom next week. Jackpot! Put put your money where your mouth is. Bet me Clemson and Duke straight up. You don't believe it? I'll, I'll, I'll put a hundred on it right now. Five dollar bill on that one. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. You They say this shit. They don't believe it. Hey, listen, there's, there's, listen, not, there's not a Gamecock fan alive right now, that, and I put it out on the show. Line it up. Line they, up they, they say this shit. Are. They don't believe it, Rob. I've, I've been on the internet uh, screaming at the top of my lungs about anybody who wants to put a C note right now on Clemson versus Duke. Straight up. Uh, it, it, you name your price. And they all don't want to do it because they don't fucking believe it. That's why. Hey, hey, look, 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 look. I'm not trying to change the subject, but do you guys, is it week two or three that you play Florida Atlantic? We don't play Florida Atlantic, do they? Yes, you do. Okay, well then, you think they're losing to Florida Atlantic too, Jackpot? Go ahead. No, Go ahead. damn it! I was trying. I was asking Pete a question. FAU. Do you know who FAU's coach is? Taggart, right? No, is Pete still there? Yeah, Pete's still here. Yeah, yeah, I'm still here. No, it's, yeah. it's Tom Herman, and and Tom Herman that used to be, <laughs> you know, the coach at Houston, and and then one at. He was assistant coach at Ohio State there with uh, with uh, Pete's buddy Zach Smith. You know what Zach calls him? What they call him on the podcast? He does Pete Titty what? Bar Tom. Titty Bar Tom is that what he calls him? Titty Bar Tom. He got in all kinds of problems with with some with some stewardess or something. He just I mean he apparently leads a little bit of a, a wild lifestyle. But uh, yeah, they have a little rivalry going last. Uh, Last year for a, a minute or two, Zach uh, Pete doesn't like Zach Smith too much. I don't think. Well, I mean, uh, Zach Smith called Dabo a racist, and I called him out on it. He didn't like it. You know, I don't know. He's he's got some crazy takes. It yeah. is Wednesday. No, I'm just kidding. But anyway, it is time for you guys to lose the Duke. Yeah, uh, I got a hundred. I got a crisp hundred dollar bill right here in front of my face that says that you're lying. You want to take it? No, no, exactly. You don't believe it. You're I don't take shit. it from you. You're I, full I, of I shit. You're full of shit. You know it, and I know it. Okay, right? what, what, okay what are we betting? Exactly. I just said a hundred dollars. I, I don't bet anything other than money, sir. I'm a grown man. 
We can't bet checkers. What, what do you mean checkers? I'm not 12. Okay. Um, $100, is that, is that straight up or are you giving me points? No, I'm not giving you points. I'm, I'm betting straight up. You, you said that Duke is going to beat Clemson. That means you think that they'll win the game. Okay. Right. All right. All right. You're on. All right. Hey, everybody heard it. Everybody, hey, this, this is receipts right here. Jackpot just bet Pigskin Pete $100 that fucking Duke is going to beat Clemson on the opening weekend. Have a good day. Wrong. Uh, yeah, and I'm not a bet welcher, so. No, I, Jack, Jackpot will pay his bet. And I, for some reason, my, my microphone cut out on me there. Uh, it, it's just funny. It's comical when it comes to this stuff. It really, really is because you've got um, Gamecock fans that are running behind Duke. Oh my God, Duke's going to do it. Duke's going to do it. You know, nobody really has any confidence in the team that they've got. I I, I don't get it, man. It, it's, it's really, really funny. And the more and more you look at this Gamecock team, there's some holes there. Just saying. There's a couple spots. Some holes where? Uh, you don't have an SEC caliber linebacking core. You've admitted that yourself right you, here. You've been court. saying that for the past 15 years. Tell me, tell me about your all SEC linebackers then, Jackpot. I'll wait. Mo, Mo Cobble will be just fine if he comes back from that injury. Need more than one. I mean, and I'm sure what? DQ. Uh, uh, okay. Stone Blanton. Yeah. I mean, okay. I mean these, these guys. I mean, these guys aren't. And they just didn't pop out of the candy factory. Um, some grown ass men back there. Some fucking sure. dudes, man. Man, I, you know, uh, see, here's the thing. I like Jackpot, so it's kind of hard for me to just go back and forth with him on this front because I really think he believes some of this shit. And by the way, he put up $100 with Pigskin Pete for Duke. Holy I'm not shit. the only one who believes that. Uncle Lou put that on his official prediction for the Uncle 2023 Luke. Tater season that, that they lose to Duke. Use horror. He's just trying to get folks to come and watch his stuff. What's their watch anyway? He doesn't have to put out bullshit like that. You do a great show, Uncle Lou. Stop stop having to cater to fucking simpletons by putting out bullshit. You don't have Why to do that. Why is it so unfathomable to believe? Okay, okay. Last year, who, who, who ended up with a better record? Who ended up with a better record last year? And, and whose team looked better on paper between South Carolina and Duke? Um, I, I gotta look at who Duke's... had a better record, sir. Who ended up with a better record at the end of the year? Nine games. So Duke, right? Yeah. So, so you lost to a team that had a worse record than Duke, right? At home. Sure. Okay. Okay. So that proves my point. Okay. If, if that if that's right, the route that you want to go down, we can we can talk about South Dakota State went twelve and zero. I guess they're better than every fucking body else, right? Same theory, right? They're better than everybody than the rest of those twelve. Yeah. Holy shit! Jackpot. All right. Anyway, Huff uh, Howard is his game. name. Grayson Huff Howard is the freshman that's coming in. Kid from Old Miss. Yeah, Debo. We. Uh, I, I like it. The Twisted Rooster helps me out over here. He's throwing out some names there. When I get tongue tied, I get yo. Know, you people to scramble my brain where I can't think properly. Anyway, uh, a couple of comments I'm going here. Florida in October, so I'll use those that hundred dollars I went from Pete to buy me five twenty dollar Florida scratchings. Big Skin Pete wants to know what to spend his money on. Big Barney Ross says Mike Elko was asked uh, if he wanted to play cornhole. He said inside or outside. <laughs> Damn it! Uh, and, and by the way, that, that's not a work. If Jackpot wins, we will expect Pigskin Pete to pay, which I'm sure Pigskin Pete will do that. Uh, and Jackpot will hit his Venmo once Clemson wins. That's just the way that it's going to be. It's not any – and don't call up. We're not going to bet everybody. We don't know each other like that. Holy shit. People just want to throw out stuff. Yeah, like I'm that. not going to bet anybody. I'm kind of like old Uncle Lou. I don't bet anybody that I don't know on the internet. I don't just bet randoms, so – yeah. Well, all right. So, Jackpot, let's thank our sponsors, Callaway's Bar and Grill in West Columbia, Highway 1. Uh, I want to show you something real quick while I've got my, my eye on it or my mind on it and my eye on it. 
I'm doing the uh, podcast night from here in the little little hole in the wall, little man cave type place uh, in the back of the house here. And I've got some, you know, some decor up here, some stuff that, you know, I've collected over the years. If you see back here, I've got some of these. Hey, they're called pillow buddies. Is that what that's called in that pillow buddy? Uh, I mean, to me, it's hot dog water, but okay, sure. Well, I've got the Gamecock pillow buddy, and he's wearing the, the beaver's hat. And look, behind here, I also, I got a Tennessee Volunteers Smoky, uh, Smoky Dog pillow buddy, and he's front really got his nose stuck up the Gamecock's butt right there. So, uh, yeah, good stuff there. All right, but uh, thanks to Callaway's Bar and Grill, Callaway'sBarnGrill.com. We will have our live show this year, the Friday before um, Clemson goes down to that shithole and collects rent, which is due. That will be uh, the day after Thanksgiving. We will have our live show at Callaway's this year. It's going to benefit uh, the Pace Academy. That's Pace Academy, right, dear? Yeah, Pace Academy, which is a a uh, school that helps young folks that have um, what was God, I don't know. yeah dyslexia and stuff like that. We're going to help young folks learn to read, even though we can barely speak here on the show. We're going to. We're gonna help some young folks be smarter than we are. They help. They help some Tater fans learn how to read as well. Well, they help. In all seriousness, the folks at Pace Academy work with young people that have dyslexia and other I'm things. Just kidding. That, I, I didn't yeah. mean to be distasteful, folks. No, and I know you're not being distasteful. Jackpot's on board. The reality is, is that um, we're gonna do some stuff like that. Uh, we're gonna have a uh, a silent auction, all kinds of cool stuff that. We're putting together at Callaway's. And you know, by the way, our first guest booked for the show, Jackpot, is our buddy Twisted Rooster over there. All he's, right. Uh, he's coming in. So I'm, you know, I, I have no problem, by the way, being uh one of the uh the only Clumpson folks there. I want to extend an invite to Pigskin Pete. If he's coming up for the game, he might as well come up the day before. And make sure that gives him enough time to put on his hazmat suit before he goes into that shithole stadium. And uh, he can come and uh, enjoy some stuff with us at Callaway's. It's going to be great. I'll so, tell you, if he, if he, um, he's, he's in Somerville. So if he really, uh, if he puts the pedal to the metal, I mean, he can get to uh, Callaway's probably in what, an hour and a half, hour and 15 hour, minutes? Yeah, however he wants to do it. But people are going to be in town for the game anyway. You might as well come a day before, spend the evening with us, and uh, we're going to help out the Pace Academy and, you know, do all kind of stuff. The live show at Callaway's, Callaway'sBarAndGrill.com. We also have Dennis Wilson, DNC Trucking and Transport. Um, Dennis sponsors Fireside Chats with Uncle Jackpot. Jackpot, tell us a story. Well, let me find some lies here. Uh, it sucks to be a Gamecock. Did you know that South Carolina has lost two of the last three games they played to the Citadel? Follow us for more facts about our football team that we wish was as successful as Mizzou. Sucks to be a Gamecock. Go Tigers. That message courtesy of Dennis Wilson, DNC Trucking Gang Transport. Appreciate Dennis for sponsoring the show. All right, Jackpot. Uh, hey, uh, uh, real quick, though, while I was talking about traveling from – Somerville to Columbia or West Columbia, actually diagonal from the Walmart. Uh, you know, Orangeburg's like the midway point of that. Uh, we were going we down to the Slav Olympics. The wife and I stopped there, tried to eat at three different places. Uh, one of them was closed. Cracker Barrel had an hour and a half wait, but a half the damn restaurant was empty, um, but was covered up with dirty dishes all over the tables. Apparently, they didn't have enough staff to take care of the damn Cracker Barrel there. In orange, and my question is, and no offense, but for people in the chat, if they've experienced this, why why is that place such a dump? I mean, what's wrong with Orangeburg? Is that like Clemson South, or am I just missing something? Have you experienced this? Um, Orangeburg is, you know, I don't know. It's it seems like that they would be able to, because you've got SC State there, you've got, uh, is it? Is it Allen? I can't remember, but uh, you've got two HBCUs that are there. Um, so, I mean, there's a population of folks that are there. 
Uh, it should be better off than it is, but it's not. I, I don't know why, to be honest with you. There's there's another school there besides South Carolina State. Yeah, it's it's a small HBCU, like right across the street, basically. Can't remember the name of it, but um, yeah, Claflin. Thank you, Mike. It's Claflin, Claflin College, right right across the street. Okay, from yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, but um, I don't know why jackpot. I mean, figure somebody could be there to help you out at the damn Cracker Barrel. Why not? I'm I'm serious. I mean, and if you, if I'm lying, I'm crying. That show here. There were at least thirty empty tables in that place, but every one of them was full of dirty dishes. They said it would be an hour and a half wait. I guess it was going to take that long to get all the damn tables cleaned up with the nastiness. God's mad. Cause I wanted some of those biscuits. I looked good in that cornbread, and I wanted some. I wanted them in my belly, and I wasn't able to get them in my belly. Um, I think I ended up getting two taquitos from the QT down the. Uh, interstate at the next exit oh yeah and we now we ended up eating uh when we finally got to a real town that uh actually has functioning human beings in it we got to mount pleasant ate from the uh ihop hmm. anyway that's, that's a story great but anyway uh thanks to dennis for uh for sponsoring the show and and as always we appreciate him okay Jackpot. So I've got some some schools here that are in the projected six to seven and a half wins, five and a half wins, something like that. And the idea is that they're going to be a hero if you're going to bet, meaning you think that they're going to do better than that, or you may end up with nothing if you bet with them. And we'll, I'm going to give you some teams here. We'll start with Auburn. They're projected at six point five jackpot. So six and a half wins. Is that a safe bet, or do you yeah. think you lose shit on that one? Um, hold on, uh, just a sec. I got to address something over the chat here. Joe Gosh, legit leg kick says, "I love how Jackpot's entire trip is just the places we ate." If you didn't know he was tubby, well, now you know. That's very disrespectful. Uh, it's very disrespectful, and uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if we're, we're going to have to hit you with the band hammer or not. You know. I, Kind of ignore your drivel, but that's that's just very uh very low class, and it hurt my feelings. Anyway, getting back to Auburn, talk about six and a half wins. Is that their total? Um, you know, I think they could be a hero. I think they could go over that um, and be like a seven eight win team. And I, I don't know how, um, but I was watching, not watching. I was watching. Damn, I said it again. Watching. Uh, Mr. Josh Pate's 24-7 show earlier, um, and he was showing the odds to win the SEC West, not East. Auburn is at their plus 2,200 odds to win the SEC West, so they're pretty much a long shot. But you've got Arkansas, who's sitting back there, who has a returning quarterback. What's his third-year starter returning? K.J. Jefferson, a lot of people that – I, they, they picked him as the top quarterback in the SEC uh, in a lot of places I've seen. Uh, return Rocket Sanders at running back, yet they're plus 4,000 odds to win right. the SEC West. I mean, what's the you know what's the difference we're looking at here? I, I don't get it. Maybe Auburn's schedule pans out a little bit better as well, far as well, facing LSU and them and that. And Ole Miss, who I alluded to earlier with, uh, you know, Lane Kiffin, the coach who, in my opinion, is better than Dabo, uh, is only he's at, they're at plus two thousand. So you know, only two hundred points there separating them and um, old uh, old Miss and uh, Auburn. That's, I don't get that. Well, you, you know, Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze was at Ole Miss, went thirty nine and twenty five there, beat Nick Saban twice, uh, three bowl wins in five seasons for a program that won six games in two years before he took over. Here's the thing with them. They play at Cal. I don't understand why they're playing at Cal. Holy shit with that. They also have Georgia, LSU, and Alabama. Our nation's going to have that one turned on, let me tell you. Well, I I think I think he'll get Is somebody. that one going to be on the cock? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're streaming some games this year, right? Yeah, I think I think the Peacock will have some games. You're right about that. I don't yeah, know if it's on the cock. I don't know who's going to be there to watch that game, but Auburn playing at Cal. I mean, he. I think he's going to get somebody, and I don't know who it's going to be, 
But here's the thing, too. The 247 Sports uh, Composite, Auburn is has a, I think, like a top 15 roster still, even after all of the shit with Harson and everything else. So there's still some talent down at Auburn. So I think I'm with Jackpot at 6 and 5, or 6.5. They might go over. I think they might beat somebody. I really, really do. So uh, the next team is... Do you think they could beat Alabama? I don't know. Here's the thing. They have... They do. I think they can win the game at Cal, and then they may get one other one. You know, we've we all put LSU into this this realm of, hey, they're they're up there with with Kelly now. Maybe they sidestep and lose that game. Maybe they go out and have an effort like they did against Tennessee, and there they are, get the- a tad bit. I, I, I'm gonna say it. I don't care if I piss the people off or not. I think they're a tad bit overrated. I mean, I- you know, yeah, they. You know, the SEC championship game, I mean, they put up uh, a decent amount of points in that thing in the second half, but, I mean, it was over. I mean, they were down about 30-something points at halftime. You know, they lost to Tennessee at home. Uh, they lost, they got blown out by Tennessee at home. They got they lost to Texas A&M, that shit show. Yeah, I mean, I know they beat Bama. That was great, but, I mean, the same Texas A&M shit show almost beat Alabama, too. I, I think LSU was like a – I mean, there may be – I, I put them ranked at what maybe about tenth. You got right, well, people putting, you got people putting them in the playoffs. Would you be shocked if uh, if Auburn went in and beat them? Uh, I don't think anybody no. would. It's not something that you write home about and think, oh, well, that's the craziest shit I've ever seen. Anyway, nope. next on is Texas A and M at seven and a half. They play Miami on the road. They've got Bama at home and they play Old Piss on the road. Um, you know, my thing with them when I look at them. They've got a roster full of talent as well. Jimbo Fisher's won a national title, but last season they had a shit ton of games they lost that were, you know, points here and points there. So he's he brings in, you think they need some stability. What does he do? He brings in Bobby Petrino. I mean, holy shit with all of that. You know, what a, I mean, I, but here's the thing though. It could end up being great if, Fisher can say, you know what? I'm going to let this guy call offense. And Bobby Petrino says, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to call offensive plays. Just going to do what I what God give me this great gift to do because he's great at that. If he can just do that with that talent that's there, they certainly could go over. But I think ego is going to get in the way, and I think they're going to finish at about seven flat. So I'm going to take the zero for AM jackpot. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I, I take the zero as well because, uh, like you said, I think these two are going to, you know, get into a, a pecker measuring contest probably about two-thirds of the way through the season. And um, I don't think it's going to end well. I, I think this could be like a one-year a one year thing. All right, the next one is uh, – it, it would definitely be a one-year thing if they have a bad enough season because he's going to get fired. NC State is next on the list at six and a half. They've won at least eight games in five out of the last six seasons, Jackpot. But they did lose their quarterback. They brought in the kid from Virginia. But they also lost Devin Carter, which is a young man that averaged 16 yards a catch. And he said, you know what I'm going to do? I could average 16 yards a catch at NC State, or I can go up to West Virginia where they burn fucking couches. He decided to go to West Virginia. I think with all those guys heading out, I'm going to take the under on NC State. Uh, and what's their over/under again? Six and a half. Six and a half. Uh, you know, Rob, I, I, I tell you, sometimes I, uh, you know, you, you'll, you'll hit me with one, and I, I just gotta get over here, and I gotta flip over to my. Oh God, I'm gonna flip that over. I gotta get over here and flip to uh, my trusty uh, Phil Steele magazine for a little bit of reference, cause. Um, you know, I have no idea who NC State has on the slate. I want to find out real quick here. I know they play Clemson at home. That's about it. Okay, I, I'm going to play a, a kind of a win game with NC State. So they're at UConn. So, uh, no, that's a win. Uh, home against Notre Dame, that's a loss. or one and one. VMI, 2-1 and one at Virginia. 
three and one. Louisville at home, four and one. Marshall at home, five and one. At Duke, five and two. Uh, Clemson at home, five and three. Uh, Miami at home, six and three. At Wake Forest, six and a half. At Virginia Tech, seven. I give those halves because I think they're toss-ups. And then they're at home against North Carolina. That's a, that's a toss-up to me, too. So I think they go over that, just barely. It all hinges really on that home game against Louisville. That's not a, you know, that's a, that's a, a real toss-up to me. But I'm, I put it in the win column for them. I didn't, I didn't count it as a toss-up. And then they're at Duke. I'm putting that as a loss because we know um, that's magical. I think Duke may go undefeated in Wallace Wade this fall. So if they do, if if you guys lose to Duke in on Labor Day, which you are. Um, would you feel better about it, or would it really not matter? It would still sting if Duke went undefeated in Wallace Wade for the season. I, I'm not, I'm not going to jump on that on that dog that's full of fleas and let you let you bring me into this nonsense. I just asked a question. I, I can you just answer answer the question? I'm saying it's hypothetical. Okay, I'm not saying that you agree with it, but if that were to happen, which is likely to happen. Um, because I put money on it, and you heard me do that here tonight. Would would that make you feel better that they went undefeated for the season at home, or would it still suck? Team <laughs> Joe Green, welcome to the program. What's Bro, up, buddy? Robbie Kid, what's up, man? What's up, my brothers? Uh, what's going on? Well, my first time, my first time. Well, not calling, but I guess jumping on your um screen. But I've been listening to y'all a long time. Yeah, hey, y'all get me through work. I work twelve hour shifts. Y'all be giving me the work, man. Y'all was funny. <laughs> but anyway, um, how y'all doing today, man? Doing good, good man. What's going on? Now, look, I'm talking a little something besides football. You know, what I'm saying I'm a bigger guy, so I want to know: Do y'all got chicken wings out there in South Carolina? I'm in Atlanta. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, and we got the wings out here. I want to know: Do y'all have chicken wings out there? <laughs> Of course, I mean, Callaway sponsors are <laughs> home of the twice baked pizza wings. Got to try those when you come down. Okay, okay. They, they got different flavors. They, yeah, they got all kinds of flavors, but <laughs> buffalo wings are are very very cool. So. Okay, okay, man. Um, so what y'all think? Well, I'm a Georgia fan, obviously, as you see from my thing. And uh, what what y'all think about y'all season? How how it gonna pan out? Do y'all? No, will your record gonna be at the end? Uh, South Carolina, well, Clemson. We're uh, we're gonna put our records and all that out as we get closer to the okay, season. Okay. Okay. We're not too far away, but Jackpot has said that Clemson's losing to Duke. Um, oh, I mean, <laughs> the dopes. I was on the um, I was on Uncle Lou uh, thing, and I, I heard some dude talk about uh, Duke man. They talk about they they'll sneak one on Clemson. That's what they were saying. I'm not sure how true that is. Oh, it's, it def it's definitely possible. Rob doesn't think that's possible. <laughs> it's a real possibility. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to play. I appreciate you calling in, man. Thank you so much. All right, man. No problem, man. All right, y'all have a good one. All right. Have a good evening. All right, so. We, we're getting him through work. I know, right? I mean, we, we put on this little show here, and uh, people listen to it all throughout the day. My my buddy Jimmy listens to the podcast. Um, which, by the way, you can download the podcast by going to iTunes, whatever. Look for Robin Kale Show. And there are people that <clears throat> listen Sorry. to the podcast don't, that don't uh, – that don't watch the stream. And uh, Jimmy's one of those guys, man. He, uh, he listens to the podcast. He's at work. So it's, I, I it's got, fun. I got one that I work. Well, not, I don't work with him, but um, old boy who works for Frito-Lay. Um, I see him every, uh, every Monday or Tuesday. I see him up in the Traveler's Rest, South Kakalaki area. Uh, shout out to the Frito-Lay man. Um, and, uh, he listened to the podcast and I, I was like, he, he asked me, 
about something. Oh, yeah. He asked me, he told me I should comp him a free spot in this contest. And I said, well, I'll think about it. I said, what's your YouTube name? I mean, what do you go under? Or what, said, what are you trying to? He said, oh, I don't. I just listen to the podcast. I'm like, so you don't have a YouTube? He said, no, I don't, I, don't, I don't have a YouTube account. I was like, okay. Well, I mean, I thought everybody did, but apparently they don't. So he just listens to the podcast. I mean, he listens to it religiously. He got a, he got a trip out of it um, last, when was it? I got really mad about something. Uh, was it last week? Um it's been you, you, uh, you and Chris from Georgia got into it because yes, yes, was, yes, 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 yeah, that, yeah, he was, he was entertained by that one. Right. I had somebody in the comments said that the Jets banner in the background was burning their eyes, sir. I, I'm sorry. I mean, I, you know, I happen to like it. Uh, they're going to be, uh, they're going to be pretty damn good this year, and we're talking about contenders for a wild card spot. <laughs> Before we get to Bluegrass Sports Media, Big Barney Ross. Uh, with a $20 super chat, why are Georgia claiming Missouri as their biggest rival? I I got nothing. I know Uncle Lou had a video about that. Thank and, you. Uh, yeah, that, so, but uh, Bluegrass Sports Media, what do you have for the show, sir? How's it going, guys? I figured uh, I'd keep along with the trend since we're making uh, outlandish uh, upset takes for this one. Uh, I think uh, Kentucky's beating Alabama. What uh, now? What With makes you or what, what? No, I mean, what makes you think that you can beat Alabama? Do you have Do you have something that that you think is a matchup that works? Yeah. Or think that, yeah so hey, you know, we're just we're just going to beat Alabama because I said so, or no? What is, um, we're going to beat Alabama. So first of all, Alabama's taking losing their three uh, three probably the three of the best players. Um, three top ten picks. Um, they're going to start a trash can at quarterback. Um, they're going to probably start a freshman at running back. And they're going to go back into what they used to do as Alabama and run the football. I think Kentucky's got a top two or three defensive line in the SEC. Um, Deion Walker's a guy who was a true freshman last year. He's going to be an All-American. Um, and I think – we have Who? a line of scrimmage. Deion Walker. What's her name? That's the one. Who's the one y'all had that weighed like 400 pounds? That was uh, Florida. Florida's guy weighed 400 pounds. But this guy. No, I thought, was, no I saw, Kentucky had a big one on there, too. He's like 350, and that's Deion Walker. That's pretty damn large. He, start, he started as a true freshman. Uh, can he move, no. or is he just a big box? No, he can shit? move. He can move. Look, I and by the way, and, and here's the thing on that. I, you're coming across and you're sounding like, hey, maybe you actually believe this. Um, when you look at Alabama's roster, though, <laughs> from top to bottom, they are better than Kentucky all over the place. Yeah, uh, so it, it just that's true. You really just don't match up. But did, they've got so here's, here's, Rob, Rob, let me let me stop there. Coach is not does not is not does not on the sidelines looking like an overstuffed baked potato. R- Rob, but let me ask you this: Was what? did Alabama not outmatch Tennessee last year in every category at every position? But, brother, there's a the, but see here's the, the the reason that Tennessee had that and got that game is because they have a gimmick. Kentucky doesn't have a gimmick. You're trying Rob, to run like power eye football and hoping your defense will win. But you've got guys that are from the MAC that you're coaching up, and you know, and trying to be on an SEC level. So that, that's the difference now. No, let, let, let me ask you a question, Rob. Are you aware of the new rules? What new rule are you talking about? Sir? There's a new rule that the clock runs, no matter what. Oh, okay. So you so think that's, that's... Game, so the game is going to be sped up, and you think that's going to hurt Alabama? I think that hurt. I think it hurts Alabama and helps Kentucky in every game they play. Okay. How does it not? I mean, the game becomes shorter. There's less possessions. Kentucky has a top Kentucky had a top five defense last year, and they returned a lot of it besides the secondary. Cool. I, I mean, I, I I still I still don't think you're within 15 points of Alabama though. Um. I, I disagree. I think 
I don't think we're within 15 points of Georgia, but I think we still play within 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 15. I don't understand how that game's close every is the, year. Is the, game, is the game at Alabama or is it at Kroger Field? It's at Kentucky. Okay, it's so in, the, in the double double fuel points and everything else at Kroger Field that day. So we'll see how that works out for them. All right, hey, we got to we got to move hey, on. Big, uh, have you seen a sneak peek of the new turf at uh, Commonwealth Stadium? No. Well, I mean, they replaced it, right? Yeah, I heard they replaced it. I haven't seen what it looks like, though. They replaced it. That's why they didn't have a spring game. You think they got rid of that god-awful pattern y'all had there? Because I hated that field, and I, I'm I'm not hating on it just because I'm a Gamecock fan. I mean, it looked like shit on television. I mean, you had, like, one five-yard uh, patch square here. It would be, like, dark turf, and then you had lighter-colored turf, and then it alternated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it looked awful. I mean, just I, I don't know. I mean, I just didn't do it for me. I, I hope they fix that. I, I hope they do too. I don't like a lot of the aesthetics. Uh, aesthetics. I can't speak. Um, that that we have. I don't. I don't like the checkerboard thing. I feel like we're trying. And this to give Tennessee a chat. I, I think that's more of a Tennessee thing. I fucking hate when they checkerboard the shit. Uh, I, I don't like that either. To me, that's not Kentucky. No, match. like. Well, when you don't have any tradition in football, you try to just, you know, gather some. All right, hey, man, we, we got to move on, buddy, but I appreciate it as always. Thank you. All right, guys. All right, uh, welcome into the program. Mr. Rob has an SEC bias. Hey, how are y'all doing? All right. What's going on? Hey, uh, I, won't go in, I won't go in too hard on you, on you today, Rob, but uh, – <laughs> It just came to my attention that you know Appreciate it. he's had a rough week. Thank you. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm I, I, I'm always up for a little charity, but uh, I've heard recently. You know the the college and the upstate's constantly playing catch up to the just the innovation that South Carolina brings to the world of football, and uh, it came to my attention that y'all were building a new Tiger Walk that looks eerily similar eerily similar to the one that we have in Columbia. And this comes off of Clemson following well, our tails. I mean, sorry, I mean, with all due respect, they just started paving roads up there about 10 years ago. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, it was it was like 1985 before they got yeah, indoor plumbing maybe you guys at the entire follow, university. Follow the whole thing of, you know, Remember, as we said on the program before. Up until the early 80s, some of those dorms up there, they still had outhouses. It's a fact. All that shit. Well, in all seriousness, though, uh, you know, I, I think Clemson has definitely a, a big opportunity this year as far as, you know, it's kind of going to set the tone on if they're going to keep declining or if they can kind of regain what they had back in you know, 2016 to 2018. Um, would you would you bet a hundred dollars that they uh, that Duke beats them? Oh no, I'm not. I don't think they'll lose to Duke. I think y'all. I think the bigger games y'all need to worry about would probably be like Florida State and Notre Dame. But if y'all don't win, you know, if y'all don't win those games, the rest of the season ain't really gonna matter. So yeah, it's, it it's not gonna matter at all because they're gonna lose to Duke to start off the season, and they're gonna be behind the eight ball. Well, and the thing is, I wouldn't sleep on Duke, but I also wouldn't bet $100 on Duke winning. You know what I mean? Anyway, but, all right. Well, I, you know, I don't even, I don't even want to, I don't even know where to go. I, the fact, Pigskin Pete is over there laughing his ass off because he's going to have, he'll have $100 ready to go for him the day after Labor Day. He can take the wife out to dinner or whatever the hell else he wants to do at the expense of Carolina jackpot. That is uh, just I, I, I disagree. He's gonna have to eat ramen noodles all week long because he's gonna be losing a hundred dollars that would normally go toward bills and whatnot to or in the gas tank, what have you, to Carolina jackpot. Well, what do you think about what I said, Rob? I kinda like I said, I think this year is gonna be a uh a big year in terms of the direction of where Clemson football is going to be headed. It's kind of like a crossroads in my opinion. I think that there, there may be some validity to that. And 
I think that when you step back and look at what Clemson has ahead of them this season, um, the way that the schedule shakes out, I'm not saying that they should go to the college football playoff, but they should be in the conversation. They should yeah. be in the conversation um, because they're favored against everyone that they play. The only one game that's within, I think, four or five points is the uh, the matchup with Notre Dame. What's so, the line with that Florida State game? I think it's like seven, six or seven, something like that. So, and look, and by the way, Florida State's one of those teams that we're all going to be, I think we're going to be laughing a good bit because <laughs> they're getting hyped up this year. I kind of agree with you. Oh, my goodness. It's What's the uh, line on the Gamecocks game? Yeah, is that uh, I, I thought it was nine. I can't remember. Uh, I don't think. I think it's like six and a half. Okay, so well, six and a half, nine is still not three points where you could actually look at it as a toss-up. And which, look, which surprised the hell out of me. Um, South, South, well, that'll but, change a lot before. And, and it probably season. will. Look, South Carolina was what 14, 17 point dog, and they won last year. I'm not going to sit here and say I mean, South Carolina. Yeah, I mean, you lose to Duke. I mean, you're automatically going to be losing to Duke. It, it, when you say stuff like that, it makes me wonder how much lead paint you eat. I mean, it really does bother me. I don't eat the lead paint. I, I think you. what you do is you get up in the morning and you go out and you find you one of those old barns that have all that lead paint in it, and you scrape a bunch of that stuff and put it in a nice big bowl and add yourself some cream of wheat to it, and you mix it all together. Get you some stick to the rib stuff with that lead paint. Then you run around saying things like Duke's gonna beat Clemson. Then you wear a Penn State hat. Don't knock it until you've tried it. Hey, where's the beef tonight, Kale? You're not repping on, the beef? Oh, uh, uh, on the on that cocky doll oh, back for the beef. It's right, it's right here, actually. You know, <laughs> I can I can put that one on and put this one. It needs to go on cocky anyway. So now he's wearing the the Penn State lid. I don't know if you saw it. I showed earlier. I've got a Tennessee Vols uh, pillow buddy over there, too, and he's uh, he's sniffing Cocky's ass just like he should be. Hey, yeah, after last year, you might want to, yeah, just keep him like that. Keep him like that until the game's played. But, um, yep. well, I, I kind of had another thought, and this is just as a Carolina fan. All right, sure. so I'll, I'll direct this one to Rob, too, because it's about Clemson. I was kind of thinking back about, you know, the success y'all have had. And the more I thought about it, uh, the less credit I actually gave to Dabo. It kind of seemed like, at least me looking at it, you know, objectively, y'all had two, you know, superstar quarterbacks come through, right? Which I don't think anybody's going to deny that, even as a Carolina fan, even though maybe one of them might be a rapist, but we won't talk about that. But, um... Yeah, y'all had two superstar quarterbacks come through, and it kind of was like, I mean, once you get that guy in, I mean, you saw it with LSU, sometimes it's just impossible to lose, no matter who's coaching. So when I kind of thought of it that way, I, I gave a lot less credit to to Dabo, and I'm not even sure, you know, I think any coach basically could have won national titles with, with those quarterbacks is basically what I'm saying. What do you think about that? I think if that were the case, why didn't Florida win a national title last year with Richardson at quarterback, where everybody, everybody and their brother was was jerking off on themselves, thinking about how great this guy's going to be. Sir, well, statistically, a national title at Tennessee. They the next season they get, you know, T. Martin in there, and they win a national title then. I, well, mean, I don't, you, think, I don't think any of those are really comparable to Trevor Lawrence. And, you don't think Peyton Manning is comparable to Trevor Lawrence or uh, or Deshaun Oh, you're, I didn't hear you say Peyton Manning. You're talking about Tennessee. Peyton Manning didn't win a national title at Tennessee, but T. Martin did the year after he left. He'd well, be a great guy to lose. I mean, but you also have to factor in, you know. Yeah, but Nebraska had some generational teams oh, going on there too, Rob. That's why they lost to them. And well, and that's what I was going to say. Though. Those Tennessee teams, there were a lot of teams that were up on those years. And really the years the, that Clemson took over in the national scene, a lot of the ACC teams were down, even if, you know, you don't want to admit that, you know, Florida State was down, obviously. There were a couple other teams that were down. Um, 
and I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm obviously going to think because I'm, you know, partial to my Gamecocks. I'm going to think y'all play a weaker schedule, but you know, just with the powerhouses that were there while Peyton Manning was playing, I think it was a little bit different. To I don't think it's a like for like comparison because they kind of had an easier road with a uh, with you know Trevor Lawrence and Deshaun. And also, uh, I mean, you had the four-team playoff. Didn't one of those natties come? Y'all like a four seed, right? I can't remember, but uh, I think think 2018 was. The 2016 team had one of the the greatest defensive lines that Clemson's ever had. Yeah, that was the one. Who John had? That was uh, Demarcus Lawrence, or who was it? uh, Dexter Lawrence was on that team. Uh, Christian Wilkins and all those. Power Rangers. (laughs) Yeah. That was yeah, that was cringy. Hot, don't whisper their names. They killed you. Remember? Hey, well, Kale, you know one thing we can agree on. I'm glad uh, Dabo took that uh, garbage can Xavier Thomas, and he didn't commit to us. What a bust! Yeah, I mean, he's, that guy's just a waste of a jersey. Yeah, why did why did they even bring him back this year? He's like a what a seventh year senior or something. I don't know. And then somebody somebody even mentioned his name. I think Uncle Lou even mentioned his name. When he was doing the Clemson uh, season preview, the, the Xavier Thomas, this guy's been around forever, and you know if he can just avoid injuries, well, he ain't okay. Because yeah. I don't think he's serious about playing football. No, I think uh, I, I don't know why he's still hanging around. I guess he enjoys, you know, just getting a free ride, free place to stay, and hang out. But I mean, that guy is—he's uh, hot dog water. Well, yeah, and everyone props him up like he's like you know, a top five defensive lineman in the nation. He's shown nothing. I mean, no, he has one, I don't think think, right now, I mean, and to be quite honest, he, he may be too, he may be too old. To, I mean, and what is he like 23, I guess, or something, maybe 24 years old. He may be too old to be effective right now. Yeah, that could I mean, be the case too. Seriously. But uh, I'll get off the phone line. He's not, I, we can talk about him. Uh, that's not Rob's favorite tiger, anyways. Oh, really? No. Look, he he's had one play in his Clemson career, and the thing that gets me is that you know, and, and I don't like to rip on. We call them kids, but this guy's this guy's fucking t- almost twenty four years old. No, he's a grown man. <laughs> that ain't no kid. And and here here's the thing, he had like he had the one season where. You know, he had, he was dealing with COVID and everything else, but then there was there was a time he had he had issues with weight. And look, I'm a chunky bastard, I can admit that. But if I am on, I mean, you've seen the videos of Clemson Nutrition Center, right? They they figure out what you need to eat and they they have yeah, exactly. You know, Everything's meal prepped for them. Everything else, if you just follow what they give you up there. And do your workouts, you're going to be in shape. He was like 50 pounds overweight at one point. Good lord. Um, is is that is the Clemson is their nutritional center in the football complex? Is that right? Is that near the, the ball yeah, pit or the play pin that y'all have or whatever, or the slides, or is it yeah, like it's on the side of the- it's right down right down from all the national championship trophies that South Carolina will never have? Oh, okay. Well, never's a long time, so that is a long time. Hey. That's that's just the way that it is though with him, and he. It, it's sad because he he graded out as one of the most gifted guys ever, as far as the physical traits and everything. But he doesn't have the drive to play. Jackpot's correct. Yeah. That's why I didn't say anything to him. I think he's more interested in being Xavier Thomas, the the movie star, the Instagram star, than he is about Xavier Thomas, the football player. Yeah, I agree. Um, and maybe some of that. You know, boils down to NIL deals. I'm pretty sure he was what one of the first waves of getting a NIL contract. Who knows what he got together? Who the hell would want him for an NIL deal now? Well, exactly. That's well, somebody wanted Marshawn Lloyd. <laughs> Marshawn Lloyd's a fucking like, clown, dude. What, what, I mean, what a bozo. What can he bring as far as value to your business? Is what I'm trying to say. You know, I I don't I don't understand what what can Marshawn Lloyd bring? I don't I don't know what he brings either. Uh, you know what he can bring? He can bring a, a high ankle sprain and a and a four week 
outing mid-season oh, when you need him most. His, his deep thigh bruise that lasted for half of that year. Exactly. I, I named off a list of, of running backs back when I was pissed off about that, um, like from back in the day. George Rogers, for one, that played for South Carolina. Larry Zonka, Earl Campbell, Eddie George. Just named off a whole list of people. I was like, how many of these fuckers do you think ever got a deep thigh bruise? Yeah, I'm sure every one of them did. George Rogers told me stories of when he played with a broken fucking hand. His hand was broken and he's playing with it. Well, hell yeah. Who was it that fucking, who was it cut off their whole finger in the fucking was, Super Bowl? Uh, who was it? Leon Lott, right? I wasn't thinking Leon Lott. No, uh, God. Larry Zonka? I don't no. Know. No, it was a the guy from the, the guy from the 49ers. Yeah. The, was uh, it Atwater? No, he actually ended up being a coach too. Um, no, come on. Who's the guy who cut his finger off? Damn it. Yeah, he got his, like, finger shattered, and at halftime, they were like, uh, I don't know if you've heard about it, Kale, but at halftime, they were like, oh, yeah, you can't play. He's like, cut that motherfucker off. Oh! And then he went back out there, played the rest of the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's, uh, let's see here. Who was it? It was, oh, yeah, it was uh, Ronnie Lott. There we go. Ronnie Lott. That's the sheriff, but Ronnie Lott. Oh, yeah. Ronnie Lott and then, and then you got Marshawn Lloyd has a fucking bruise. Whatever. What a mess. It's just no, a different but, game. Well, but, yeah, but I had also I'd heard, I'd heard. Now I yeah. don't know how true this was. You know, him and Christian Bill Smith, both of them missed that Florida game with an injury. And I'd heard that they were, you know, they didn't go to uh Florida with the team for that game. And they don't take you if you're hurt. Um they're they're at five points. They're hanging out in the bar drinking beer, uh, <laughs> watching the team get their ass kicked and get the duty pushed in, um, recovering from their high ankle sprain or whatever the heck was wrong with the Christian Bill Smith. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, that's uh, that's that some, about right. some major league bullshit. Uh, if you're going to be home, uh, you just need to be in the dorm room or you need to go home to wherever home is uh, if you're not going to be playing the game. That's, that's horse crap. Bad look. Well, and you'd think they'd have some team rules about that too, you know? Like maybe they'd be in the facility for the game or something. But, yeah, yeah, you'd think so. But yeah. Well, good. regardless or not, if you want to admit it, Rob, I know you go to sleep at night shaking in your sheets, just thinking of Shane freaking Beamer taking over the state. And with that. Whatever, whatever you need to tell yourself, sir. And with that, I'll make my exit. Cox by 90, baby. Jesus Christ. Billy Cole says, do you remember Joe Theismann with the compound leg fracture on TV? Yeah, uh, I was watching that. He got sacked by Lawrence Taylor. Did you ever see that play? I did. I only watched it one time because it made me squeamish. I don't like watching that. Ugh. Yeah, what a mess. All right, Jackpot. I've got one more team here before we get out of here. And the uh, link is in the description here. I'll put it out there one more time. Great yeah. show tonight, guys. A lot of lot of interactive uh, stuff going on tonight. This is uh this is one of the more fun shows that we've done. Um, you know, the past couple or few shows ago, I mean, it, you know, we didn't have anybody come to participate with us, and it was just like, you know, I don't know. I'm like, how long can I nurse this wet fart? But uh tonight's been great. Mizzou is at 6.5. They start the season with South Dakota, Middle Tennessee, Kansas State, and Memphis. Then they have a three-game stretch at Georgia, home with Tennessee, and then Florida. I think Dorkowitz is going to be done. I think they're going to finish 5-7. and seven. I I think they're going to go over uh, because <laughs> that schedule is so soft. I mean, they're, they'll, they'll be 3-1 in the non-con. Um, assuming that K-State, K-State, uh, K- K- looks like they're picked middle of the pack in the, um, well, they, they were picked middle of the pack last year and they won the big 12. So yeah, I understand that, but, uh, they, they don't have, they don't return drop a deuce Vaughn. Um, mm-hmm. and I think they'll probably take somewhat of a little bit of a step back. So Mizzou could get them at home. Uh, it's not without under the realm possibility. Um, they play. A, I, I was talking about them today. They play. They, they're playing Memphis, a neutral site. How's this for a neutral site? 
this is this is about ridiculous. It's about as ridiculous as Tennessee playing in Nashville for a neutral site. Their neutral site game uh, against um, Memphis is in St. Louis um, mm-hmm. at the Dome there. And, and, and why is that not being played at Mizzou? I mean, this made no sense. Completely agree with you on that. Money, money, money. Money, money, money. Speaking of money, we're going to start a GoFundMe to fund Kale's bet that he made because it was stupid, and we love him. So, yeah, I'll be putting that out there, how you can contribute to pay. Uh, it's not going to be too stupid when you wake up about 1230 on Tuesday after Labor Day morning. And Jackpot has to pay and Pete. Pigskin Pete is going to take that money and probably, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that, that could be an option, Pigskin Pete. You can donate it to the charity. That could be one thing. Um, or, you know, uh, either way. But you're going to have jackpots, cold hard money. But I think we're going to put a we're gonna put a little – you want to send some uh, some super chats our way, either this show or next, to cover jackpots $100. That way it doesn't hit him too hard in the pocketbook. Because that's money you just – you might as – jackpot, what you should have done is you should have said, you know what, Rob? Let's put the show on mute a second. And you should have said, you know, I'm thinking about taking and give and betting a hundred dollars. And I'm like, well, here's what you're going to do. Jackpot. You're going to give me $25 and I'm going to tell Pete to shut the fuck up. You're not going to bet him that because that's fucking stupid. Then you're only out $25. Well, and then you know what? You know, I'm, not, I'm not worried about it, you know, I, because I, I'm telling you why, because the Lord will take care of me because on the, on the outside chance. You. Okay. Jesus. Uh, look, 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 no, no, no. Look, look here. You listen to me. You listen to me. Okay. All right. Lord will take care of me because on the outside chance that Clemson pulls that off and they beat Duke, I guarantee you, I'm, I'll be feeling bad. I'll drive up the Sphinx, get myself a drink and a $10 scratch off. And I'll scratch that $10 ticket off and I'll be, have done Venmo picks and Pete his $100. And guess what? I'll win on that scratch off. I'll win me a hundred big ones. I think Pigskin Pete should uh, take that all way. Of I'm it. only out ninety. No, I'm only out ten. I think Pigskin take your hundred dollars, get it in one dollar bills, and then staple it to his desk with "This is Jackpot's money for being silly." His desk? What is he? A teacher? He's got a desk. He does his show from. Put him up there near that big microphone. That could work. Big big microphone looks like a goober. Oh shit! Look, I wanted to show y'all something real quick too. The cave here. This is nice. You know, Rob's got that nice uh, booth painting. He calls it there of the uh, old uh, Charleston Cooper River Bridge here. I've got a a print here uh, of Williams Bryce. Why are you showing pictures of a toilet on the show? We don't need to see that. Uh, it's not a damn toilet. If you want to see that, we'll go in there and look at it too. But that's nice. That's for a packed house. Look at this fairgrounds full. See all the detail. Even got that little weird stadium that's back there in the back of the uh, the fairgrounds. I never did figure out who played their games there at that little stadium. When was that picture like printed? Was that from like what nineteen ninety or whatever? Do you know? No, it was after nineteen ninety six because it's got the uh, upper deck in the end zone. They've got SEC flags on that ramp out oh. there. I asked because I wonder if you could actually, if they painted Henley Holmes in it, which you could throw a rock and hit the stadium from, which was literally the ghetto. I wonder if you could see that from there. That was back over behind the west side, right? Yeah, yeah. Literally, literally the ghetto, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> Elvis used to sing about that song. When you go down to dear Williams Bryce. And you're stuck in the ghetto. No, he didn't. He didn't damn say that. Of course he did. Of course he did. He died in Tennessee, but part of it was having to go and sing in South Carolina. I don't know if I don't know what's worse: the fact that he lived there for most of his life, or the fact that he had to pass away in Tennessee. It's just well, no, it's it's the fact that he lived there and that he stayed there. That's that's the worst part. <laughs> I think I'll stay in Tennessee. I'm one of the biggest celebrities on the planet, but I'm going to keep my home in Tennessee. I can live anywhere. I'm going to stay in Tennessee. (laughs) Well, Memphis, Tennessee is so far west 
that it's almost in another state. So it's almost jumped over. Of course, I don't know that any other state would want Memphis. Um, kind of a dump. Um, I don't think that Tennessee wants Memphis. They want to build a wall. To stay yeah, over there. it is. It's almost, it's almost in Arkansas. Yeah. In, in fact, um, you know, uh, Big Sid Vicious, his hometown was actually West Memphis, Arkansas. Hey, Big Barney Ross with the Super Chat. We forgot to put this out there. Which scenario is more likely, Duke beats Clemson or NC beats NC? Hmm. Hmm. Uh, probably North Carolina beating South Carolina since they're favored actually right now. But, you know, that's all. That's all just fun and games. Roll Tide says Elvis isn't dead. If Elvis were alive today, he would be like 107 years old. So something like that. When was Elvis born? I don't even know. Anybody know when Elvis was born? I'm going to look it up uh, before the, we get out. Probably in the early 30s. Yeah. So Elvis Presley was born in 1935. So Elvis would be. He's older than my daddy. Yeah, sixty-five. No, he he'd be he'd be eighty, eighty-eight today. Yeah, yeah, he's a couple years older than my dad. There you go. Now we had some Elvis. Uh -huh. Huh? All right, we'll be back at it, jackpot, and uh, we had a great show. And we'll see you guys later on. See you later. Thanks, guys. All right.